1: The GA Hour is sponsored by Paddy Power. For exclusive content from their GA ambassadors and other high profile contributors, check out news.paddypower.com. I'm
0: not finished yet, it took me a long time to get here. Both players have, have spoken with each other and, uh, and they regret what happened. They've had a frank discussion with each other and they're, they're both and are keen to now to, uh, focus on getting back to their county jerseys. But these
2: fellas will get such a
0: shit shock next Saturday evening that we'll put them back in their f***. That's just
1: f- you. All right, so this is the GAA Hour Congress Special Con, and it's just me and you here. We have Sean Kelly coming up in part two of the show. He spoke up against the Super Eights motion, the Dublin playing two ga- home games in Croke Park motion. So we'll talk to him in part two. It's just, we, I didn't want to mix this in with the football show because there's too much involved in it, anyways. Like, I mean, it's just so disappointing to see the news that this was on. That the the motion only received 36% so like I mean the motion was trying to ensure that Dublin can play two Super 8 games in Croke Park and it was well beaten so Donegal's Seamus O'Donnell he said it was about fairness to all counties Um, he said other than Donegal no county spoke in favour of the motion so like you had some Bing Goodens lined up against it you had Tony Dempsey from Wexford you had Francis Flynn of Mead two Leinster counties who would be well used to playing uh, Dublin in Croke Park and you had Sean Kelly who's coming up on the show um, then you had John Costello, who described it as a mean spirited motion he also called it divisive now I'd leave John Costello do what he wants to do his interest is Dublin uh, Dublin and Dublin continuing their dominance and like I mean could continuing their commercial uh, revenue potential and all those things so I don't blame John Costello for talking absolute nonsense um, at the thing because he did cry talk absolute nonsense he said nobody cried foul he said um, when the Dublin senior footballers weren't as excess- successful as they are now he also stressed the damaging financial repercussions of turning supporters away um, he said it was divisive but this nobody cried foul when the Dublin footballers weren't as successful as they are now I find that incredible that he'd be able to stand up and say that back when Dublin weren't successful they didn't play all their league games there this has only become an issue since 2011 why can't people understand this and it has coincided with their most successful period in their history but now they play minimum four league games there now three four three four depending like every other home county so it's their home ground they get to play their league games they get to run out their younger uh, members of the squad in Crow Park they have the same dressing room they warm up on the same side it's Mm. their home ground so this motion is trying to prevent them taking advantage of that home ground now for a Leinster semi-final Leinster final it's still the national stadium every other team in the country has to suck this up that Dublin have been given this national stadium as their home ground and every other county has to go in and play them in their home ground mm. right so you have to suck that up because it's also the national stadium now if it was up to me they wouldn't be playing their league games in Crow Park it wouldn't be allowed can't be allowed for the integrity and fairness of the competition but anyways that's the way it is at the moment but this one motion was just to say while we accept playing semi-finals all Ireland finals Leinster finals Leinster semi-finals in Crow Park in Dublin's home ground we don't want them for to have two super eight games there—that's all. The, yeah. That's all every other county's asking, and for that not to receive support is just—it's just so so disappointing.
0: Yeah, and that idea that nobody cried foul there there was no super eights back then for anybody to cry about. Like so, the idea like you're yeah. talking about—you wouldn't want Dublin playing their league games. That's fine, but it's not relevant to this motion. The motion was about the super eights, and it's like why is one team playing? two Games at home or the three yeah. in the Super Race. It was only about this motion. So all people were asking was can Dublin play one of their games somewhere else and they can still play in Crew Park as their home game if they want? Yeah. you know? So anything like, you know, when Dublin weren't successful back in the 90s, Sean Kelly talking about I'd love to go up and play Dublin up in Crew Park. Yeah. It's irrelevant. This like, all, like They will still play at Crew Park in a home game and then, like everybody else, they'll have a neutral game and they'll have an away game. That's all anybody was asking for. That's it. See, this is the thing.
1: And uh, Colin O'Rourke alluded this last night we have our own Stevie MacDonald constantly saying this as well well I love playing Dublin in Croke Park good for you I loved it the first time I did it as well it was one of the greatest experiences that I've yeah. ever it was a full Croke Park I still understand when Dublin sco- we went four points up they scored a goal our heads went mad they scored another goal two, two minutes later and a four point lead in the space of three or four minutes as the stadium erupted went us into time maybe something like four or five points down mm. now I said to myself after that are you telling me that I'd like to repeat that experience <sighs> yeah. again like Steve MacDonald beat Dublin Colin O'Rourke beat Dublin and lost to Dublin in Colin O'Rourke's time Meade played as many games in Crow Park as Dublin so there was no advantage for Dublin there outside of having more supporters there, which you have to take the hit on that. Like, I mean, Dublin is yeah. the capital, and nobody complains about that. But you have this kind of thing, and Sean or Kelly and these, and they always allude to, well, the players love playing in Croke Park. They love it. They don't. That's old. That's that. That doesn't happen anymore. That's when Dublin played a semi-final Leinster. Uh, uh, Leinster final and then there was an All-Ireland semi-final and an ireland final they played four games there a year if they won the All-Ireland mm. Sha'Carri played twice Mead would have played four. you know what I mean Mead would have been there Kildare any of them would have had the, it would have been the level playing field now Dublin have four league games there so they have way more advantage there and now they have two Super 8 games so this is not about what they taught back years ago Kevin McStay said I think most people would agree now you have to remember here and this is the important thing and it's in the context and I'd love if the GPA balloted their members to blow out this old perception that players love playing in Croke Park just because Colin O'Rourke and Stevie would have liked beating Dublin there like I mean the reality is now Kevin McStay and this is a current manager that played Dublin in the Super 8's last year he said I think most people would agree it's about fairness in the last eight the elite level of the game a county plays two games in Croke Park essentially a home venue no other county in the Super 8's has that possibility then Declan Bonner says this now they played also in the Super 8s against Dublin so these are fellas now in the current game since 2011 since Dublin play all their league games there current managers not about players years ago that used to be able to take on Dublin and beat them Declan Bonner said it's supposed to be a level playing field for the eight teams I don't think it's level for us when we have to play two matches away from home and the other team Dublin has two home games again a current manager then you have Kevin Walsh played Dublin in the Oleren semi-final now again you can't take an Oleren semi-final out of Croke Park but definitely Kevin uh, Walsh could be talking about the four league games and the extra Super 8 game five extra games they're playing in Croke Park before Galway got to play them there right so Kevin Walsh said someone mentioned fairness was the word do we want finance or do we want fair you make your mind up on how that went do you know what I mean and then you have the Kildare footballers last year where all this is peddled out oh every player's dream is into Croke Park well it's not the Kildare footballers because they took a stand not to play there not the the other way around they took a stand because they didn't want to play Mayo there They didn't want to So it's not every player's dream It's Emlyn Mulligan's dream Because he's never played there The reality is The Super 8 teams now At the elite level Will have played in Crow Park Enough times They'll have played their Neutral game there The week before To try and say that Players want to go play Dublin in their home ground In the last game Like it's laughable
0: It's nonsense Like you know Six teams have beaten Dublin since Jim Gavin Took over Derry were one of them Derry beat them at Celtic Park In 2014 I don't think any less of that game because it wasn't a crew park. Actually, if it was a crew park, Dublin would have spanked them like they did to all occasions. Yeah. If it was a Celtic park, you got to play them at home in front of a packed stadium. What that did for the county. Like, this idea, that, Like, why is it only Dublin? You have to go down to Dublin to play them. Nobody really says that about I, w- I want to be Kerry down in Killarney. You know, it's, like, it's only Dublin at crew park, this made up thing. Yeah. Do you know, and then Sean Kelly, if you take Sean Kelly's logic to the extreme, if Kerry got them at home in the separates could you hold that over him then and say oh no no you want to play them in crew park you want to beat Dublin in crew park do you know, so let's take this home game up to crew park is that that'll mean that'll mean more Yeah, what, like what uh, it's just
1: very di- it's 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 very disappointing and then you have of course the whole Dublin um response to this and like I mean you call it kind of the Vinnie Murphy response the parochial let's like I'm a na- I have a national column in the Star but I'm just batting yeah. for my own like it's local local newspaper kind of thing and I had a bite at Darren Cleary who in fairness to him he was been local radio and now because the local radio is all joined up and he's he's off the ball now Whereas like I mean he was just local radio and he was doing stuff for um, FM 104 98 FM and he's tweeting 35,213 in Croke Park for Dublin Mayo some would prefer to, shut, to, to shutter this stadium for the winter and have Dublin play home games in front of 8,500 at Parnell Park the GEA should be for the many not the few who benefits from 26,000 being turned away he asks as a question at the end well I'll tell you who benefits the team they're fecking playing benefits buddy and every team that might play Dublin in the championship benefits from them not playing all their league games there so what's more important here Dublin supporters are the players who without there would be nothing and who trained from October the previous year like slaves half the time and you're telling me some fair weather fans so like there's 35,000 there here's the funny thing so like I mean there could be seventy thousand at this last Super Eight game, so you're actually prioritising thirty five thousand extra s- sunshine supporters who aren't at, at this league game, and there was only fourteen thousand at the Galway game. So you'd be you'd be you'd be classing them as more important than players who have given up their lives for the whole year for a shot at a, at a fair game against Dublin.
0: It's it's just mind boggling, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it really, really is, and I think. He sort of again he's going at the at the league argument, which is a whole. The league other argument feeds into the Super Eight, though, because it it well it, it is it feeds
1: into every game Dublin play there because they have that they're they're being given free experience in the National Stadium, and you know their young players are being given that experience, and like the first time you play in Crow Park, you're shitting it. Mm. Dublin get over that shitting it in a league match. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they're always in the same dressing room, and they always warm up the same end. It's like me running out to a more park for leash. Same thing, so like I mean, it's it's just and it, then of course all like the, the Dublin they, they all have this poor poor us you're all against us you don't want us to win and it's all bullshit because this whole argument and I saw you getting into arguments with fellas on Twitter the other night and I clicked on the conversation and <laughs> I didn't see the replies because I would have had them blocked from previous <laughs> so just from experience and they do your head in and like I mean even the pundits and even the, this is a journalist he should know better and like I mean you turn around and you say when Mayo and Kildare thing last year was going on and everybody was on Kildare's side everybody was this was an anti-GEA protest did Mayo ever make it about themselves and say oh well this is all anti-Mayo they didn't Mm. this same thing is an anti-GEA fairness thing again but Dublin make it all about themselves, about their success and it's this is all to stop us. Stop it. It's not. This is about fairness for this competition. It's not about you, Dublin. Because you can clearly see from the GEA, yes, they favour Dublin. But if Leash had your population, they'd favour Leash. And they favoured Mayo over Kildare because they had 40,000. They don't love Dublin. Mm. They love what money Dublin can bring in. So this is not about Dublin. This is an attack on the GEA for not... Um, running the competition fairly Dublin
0: is an irrelevance because it could be any other county with a big support Yeah that's it and actually if you take Darren Cleary's example that like, there's a lot of real Dublin fans who are fed up with Croke Park you know, yeah, they, they we
1: spoke about that after yeah. the Galway game. Like,
0: And their flags are banned. They, they have a lot of bad memories in their crew park. You know, the stuff like that. Um, the, the empty stadium that they hate going to. The freezing stadium. No atmosphere. A lot of them want to go to Parnell Park. And as you said, Sunshine supporters as well. Like, you know, So there's a lot of real ones in that number that you're naming. like Mostly in the Galway game, not yeah. the Mayo game. 14,000 at the Galway game. 14,000. Making a nice
1: stadium. So you're telling me 14,000 and we have to accommodate the people who couldn't have bothered their holes going to that game but want to go to the championship game just in case just in case and we have to try and accommodate them over players you're having a laugh here you really are. You're having. A, I would say those fourteen thousand at the Galway game. They should be guaranteed to go to the game and bring it to a Moor Park, and n- yeah. nobody else. Like, I mean, that's not fair. That everybody has bandwagoners in the summer, and they absolutely shouldn't be accommodated. Absolutely not should they be accommodated. Dublin's Dublin's average attendance across this league will be in and around what a Moore Park or O'Connor Park could hold, and that's what they get for this home, this yeah. home game.
0: And you said it's, it's not anti Dublin anti structure it's like the structure is the problem yes. like, anti structure and anti
1: um, prioritising money
0: over fairness yeah and if you think that this is ok then you're anti rest of Ireland you're anti the other 31 counties like you know if you don't see there's a problem with the especially the super rates thing where they're playing 2 games out of 3 you know you're sending the league feeds the other one but this specific motion was about the super yeah. rates. and if you can't see that there's an imbalance there that can be easily fixed then you don't give a toss about everybody else when it should just be even yeah, no, listen,
1: it's completely unfair and unbelievably disappointing. So we'll see what Sean Kelly has to say about that because he definitely described the, the motion as negative. So we, we'll talk to him soon. The Newbridge or Nowhere stance. Now, here's another thing, is that this was a congress where the administrators of the association flexed their muscles, right? So they said, we want the finances over fairness for players so this is a uh, GA. often is a battle between administrators and players and all my playing career I always felt that administrators thought they were that little bit more important than players right so then back in 1998-99 the GPA was set up this was to take some of the power back because a lot of the time was you get expenses ah we don't have them or we don't have gear for you you, you're spoiled you know this Mm. kind of attitude so the GPA went in and rattled these administrators cages they didn't make their life comfortable the players got what they deserved and that was the whole reason for bringing or for starting up the GPA it was to take some of that power back and tell these administrators that players are the most important members of this association because they run the whole without them there's nothing you'll get another fella to come into a county board and run it the very bloody same way as was last year these are the elite level that fill out stadiums and bring the whole country to a standstill during the summer so GPA great got government grants through by threatening a strike all this just a fleck a real show of power from the players to go we've taken the power back from you this is exactly who should be calling some of these shots you're administrators you're not running you're you're not telling us what's what on a you know playing issues so now uh, after this congress the the delegates clearly voted for financial um financial rewards over what's fair for players so for me players should be completely up in arms about this this should be this should be like a red rag to a bull that these administrators are getting too big for their boots again now GPA has been silent on this they haven't even balloted their members now I understand that Paul Flynn is in a difficult position there's no way any CEO of the GPS should be a current player absolutely not because he is compromised and I don't know what he's supposed to do in this scenario other than release a statement and say I have to take a step back from this one because of my vested interest Donald O'Cusack acting president is going to lead the line on this one that's, you know what I mean and that would be fair enough let Donalogue do all the talking on this let him ballot the members and say this is something Paul he's still playing with Dublin and it's not right for him to be you know or else Paul Flynn can come up and say listen this is clearly unfair like it's not it, he's just put into an impossible mm. position but the GPA still can do something about this because this is why the GPA was formed this is the whole reason for the GPA being a unity right so the GPA's motion to get a representation on the CCCC beaten by 90% right so there's another kick up the arse to the GPA so the, the administrators have all the power back now so the New or Nowhere motion which is basically now, this, now the, the CCCC if you draw home advantage in the Super 8s the CCCC can overrule that home advantage based on the grounds of safety so if this motion was in last year Kildare would have been forced to play in Newbridge in Croke Park again power taken off players this was players taking a stand and this wasn't the GPA by the way this was the bloody Kildare players who stood mm. stood their ground and deserve an awful lot of credit so now that's gone from them the CPA Um, 50 delegates walked out of their presentation no questions from the floor and John Horan said that they need to send in a more detailed uh, response so from what I see this has been one of the greatest wins for GE administrators who I don't like in general obviously there's some good ones but in general I don't like I think they they, I, I, I I I'm a players man and I think players the the idea that these delegates would decide on stuff that directly impacts players is just ridiculous to me but this is a very very serious loss so the GPA and the CPA have tried to get motions through Congress recently they've tried to do it the right way and they've been laughed at they've been laughed at so where do they go from here?
0: Well it's a tough one for the GPA because they're now like part of the GA right so they tried to say they're not yeah you know rather than being this sort of independent union it's like they're almost at the same level or seen the same way as the CCCC you know which another is, branch of the yeah GA. you know and a lot of those people in there like again plenty of good people in all the departments I'm sure but um They would probably see themselves as acting in behalf of the players too, you know I, I always that stuck with me a couple of years ago when the c p they were having this go to c p a and one of the members of the g a said like we're the real players association, the club players association, yeah. because they think whether they are or not, but they think they are acting in the best interest of everybody, so the g p a almost like disabled themselves a little bit, I think with this Sort of attachment to the GA.
1: Like well, they're getting money off them. That's the attachment. It's not like they decided it. It, it. it was the the downturn came in the economy, and they needed the money. Their commercial uh, revenue was gone. Like I mean, your man Donald. Uh, I can't, can't think of his surname right now. He was the the brains behind it. He was he left. So they needed, they needed it. They needed to go in and they completely gave up their mm. their union rights as far as I was concerned by going in and accepting the money that they did. Um, yeah. The money that they did off the GEA. So they're gone. So the, the idea now is the GPA and the CPA while they got off to maybe a little bit of a rocky start they need to join forces here. They absolutely do and I advised the CPA on this before. I said you've got no power without the GPA. You've no power that your membership is useless without inter-county membership because inter-county are the cash cow. The club or not, the club mean, the club player ra- raises nothing. And if anything delegates understand, it's, it's money. And unless the GPA and the CPA, I think this has come to the point now where something drastic needs to happen with the GPA and the CPA. All right, we'll talk to Sean Kelly next.
0: I've had fellas follow me And not just cork, lads. You know what I mean mm. and, uh, It happens It happens yeah. and, and it does happen yeah. But I'll tell you one thing It's a lonely spot And the best thing you can do Is keep moving And I thought Connolly yeah. Looked to be trying to do that yeah. like The last day yeah.
2: The camera shows It not look great Yeah there was um, Maybe they could say It was theatrical or whatever But like, the reality is That there was contact And um, I wasn't trying to win a penalty I was trying to go out And win the ball You know Actually it's funny Your man Conan Watching him on, the, on your programme Like I I wondering was one who had the same match as me. He was kinda of making out terrible and lucky to lose like and
1: yeah. So former president of the GEA Sean Kelly joins us on the line now. Welcome to the show, Sean.
2: Thank you very much, Colin. Great luck.
1: Kamir, so you described the motion to ensure Dublin can't play two Super 8 games in Croke Park as negative motion that deserved a negative response. Can you explain that?
2: Yeah, I was referring specifically to the wording of the motion, obviously not to those who put it forward. I think some people from Donegal might have thought I was a friend. Then. No, I think the motion itself I felt, while their intentions were good, the body of the motion was too negative and also too all-embracing. And that was a point I was making, because it said that no team could nominate Croke Park as its own venue. And I think that's not a good way to go about it. Croke Park is our finest asset physically. Uh, we're very lucky to have it. It can take eight and a half thousand, And I think most people would aspire to play there as often as they possibly could. So it was in that context I was saying that it was framed negatively not in the context of what the Nicole were trying to achieve.
1: Okay, so you would you have agreed with what they were trying to achieve and if this was just some technicality you were disagreeing with? Well, uh,
2: partly, but I, I would have looked for a different solution, uh, having looked at it and heard what they had to say and reflected on it. And I think it would have probably got agreement if they went about it this way. Instead of saying that the dubs can't uh, name and they didn't actually mention the Dubs, which was obviously the Dubs that was intended, uh, couldn't name Croke Park as their home venue. That would force the Dubs in to name quote to Parnell Park as their home venue, and you could have a situation where they could be playing Kerry or Mayo in the first round home venue, and the game would have to be played in Parnell Park in front of 8,000 people, with nobody other than season ticket holders Go, able to go to the game. So that would be also negative from my point of view. It would be positive. But what they could have done and might do next year, which would make sense, is let teams nominate their home venue, whatever it is. It's the Dubbs quote Park, which we probably would be. Play the first game at home, the second game away, and the third game at a neutral venue or a toss of a kind from venue if they wanted to have home or away arrangement between two counties that would solve it to be fair for everybody and then you wouldn't have any of the curbing teams from nominating Croke Park as a venue
1: OK so like I mean it's not just Dublin so the only the only problem with it is it's only Dublin that are nominating Croke Park it wouldn't really make sense for anybody else do you know so I don't know if it, no, I don't know but if that is
2: true but the only thing though the person from me who spoke said that in the event of Park Park not being available or some other county around Linster uh, because they were doing up the pitch, etc. And then a big game coming up and they wanted to create a path. By the wording of that motion, they would be precluded from doing that as well. So I think
1: it was just the way the, word,
2: the wording was put in the motion rather than the intent, I think.
1: All right, but now a situation where it hasn't passed. Um, and it's a completely hypothetical thing that Mead would want to go to Croke Park, obviously with their support where, you know, O'Moore Park, O'Connor Park, any of these would be more than big enough. It, this can't go to Congress now for three more years again.
2: Well, I think uh, the super aids would be reviewed, and under the context of the super aids being reviewed, then obviously the venues uh, would be looked at. And while this motion wouldn't uh, itself go to Congress. There's no reason why a motion that I mentioned couldn't go to Congress on the, on the basis of what I said. And I think you could get around to that way. So it's not dead for three years, I wouldn't think, okay. because of the fact that it was so all-embracing, a specific, specific motion dealing with the issue per se, I think, could go to Congress. And I'd like to see it actually go to Congress, because that would be fair to everybody.
1: Yeah, it's just like, I mean, people are are so, like players especially, I think players are the ones that should be listened to on this one and managers that are coming up against it. And like, I wouldn't see anything wrong with Mayo and Dublin in Parnell Park. Dublin don't have a home ground. And why should they be rewarded by using the National Stadium as their home ground when they don't have a home ground? Like, I mean, they should have to play in Parnell Park and not have a huge... Um, support behind them I don't see why like for the integrity of the competition and for what's fair on players I think that should supersede supporters any day of the week
2: the, I think again if you come back to what I suggested you wouldn't have to do that but with the Mayor motion if it passed that's probably what would have happened but I can tell you that if it happened the clamour when people couldn't get tickets and they'd be saying what sort of an organisation are we um, forcing the game to go ahead in Parnell Park. Nobody can go to it, no neutral can go to it. We're trying to grow support and we have an empty stadium, bottle class, uh, two miles down the road if we won't use it. So that would, that's what would happen if you came to that position. I see the point you're making, but I mean, they're the realities of the situation I think, if they evolved.
1: Right, okay. Because like, I mean, it's actually a similar enough situation, the Parnell Park versus Crow Park, as for example, the New Bridge or Nowhere, the Kildare um, example where obviously Mayo could have brought 40,000 supporters to Croke Park. Um, Kildare wanted their home advantage and they dug their heels in and they won. So, like, I mean, that was a situation that most of the country were behind Kildare. And, like, I mean, you were behind Kildare at that time. Said You said that Kildare stood up, they took a risk. In view of what has happened, they were right to do so. I'm just wondering why it's right for Kildare to do that but then the Parnell Park one should be off the cards?
2: No, I think uh, Kildare were quite right and I was glad that they got the venue because there is a fundamental difference here. Uh, Kildare went into the draw it was announced that they had a home venue and their home venue was Newbridge. So they said Newbridge are nowhere and they were right. Because subsequent to the draw the match was arranged for Crow Park on the basis that Newbridge wasn't big enough. But I'm saying uh, in advance uh, it wouldn't be right, I think, to force Dublin to choose between Panel Park and Croke Park as a home venue when our logic would suggest that the, the Croke Park would be imminently better from a point of view of spectators and the game and profile, etc. So I think there's a slight difference there. Yeah. One is, when they were till uh, their home venue, they were entitled to it and they got it eventually this is a different situation. You'd be saying that Dublin couldn't name Croke Park as their home venue, which is slightly different.
1: Yeah, Are you happy to accept now that Croke Park is Dublin's home venue?
2: Uh, should I suppose it is, being realistic about it, that's where they play most of their games. Uh, it's just because Dublin has to be, or Croke Park has to be located somewhere. It happens to be in Dublin. The Dublin footballers have a great following, so they would play, I think, in the interest of the GA. Uh, and supporters, they'll play as many games as possible in Croke Park. But against that, for years they played their league games in Croke Park or in Parnell Park. They've nearly played all their hurling games in Parnell Park. So it would be de- depend on the attractiveness of the game. But I think having a
1: motion that says they can't name
2: Croke Park as their home venue for a match, I think that was just uh, a bit too far for me.
1: So when you say they're in the interest of the GEA and its supporters, when does the interest of the team they're playing come into consideration?
2: Well, if it's a choice between Parnell Park or Croke Park, I think most countries would prefer to play in Croke Park. No, well, no, frankly, no, 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 Sean. I'd ha- Sorry,
1: I'd have to cut you off there now because Kevin MacStay is on record for saying now, he was Ross Common last year in the Super Eights. He was uh, he was uh, he's on record for saying. That. I think most people would agree that it was about fairness. In the last eight at the elite level of the game, a county plays two games in Croke Park, essentially a home venue. No other county in the Super Eights has that possibility. This is Declan Bonner, who also played Dublin in the Super Race last year it's supposed to be a level playing field for the eight teams I don't think it's a level playing field for us when we have to play two matches away from home and the other team Dublin has two home games so then you have Kevin Walsh who played Dublin in All in (coughs) semi-final he said someone mentioned fairness was the word do we want finance or do we want fair you make up your own mind on what we want so like I mean Kildare proved that they'd prefer to play in Newbridge than Croke Park I think the myth that players want to play Dublin in Croke Park that might have been the case when Dublin didn't play league games there and might have been the case with Colin O'Rourke on League Sunday last night when Mead would have played there exactly the same amount of times as Dublin or Kerry coming up to beat Dublin. That's not the reality from actual players and managers who are playing against them now.
2: Yeah, I can understand that uh, perfectly. But the point is that the motion that was going forward wouldn't have dealt with that adequately. The the point that I made is that they would have a home game and away game, a neutral game or a home and away toss. That would actually solve it for Kevin Walsh and Declan Bonner and everyone and to be fair to everybody and that is a solution that I would like to see come in next year because you're right, there is obviously an advantage... And just because of location, probably, and because of their attractiveness, the Dubs having two games in Croke Park, as opposed to everyone else having one in uh, Killarney or Paley Buffet or Salt Hill. That is true. So we have to look at it, but we have to look at it in a, sis- a sensible and pra- pragmatic way. And I think the solution I gave you there is the one to follow. And I think that would be fair to everyone.
1: All right. Okay. It's 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 definitely, it's definitely something that's. I don't know. It's just so disappointing, Sean, that uh, because of a technicality, like for example, you spoke up, at Congress, and you would have a lot of sway at Congress because you'd be hugely respected as a former president. And like, I mean, I don't know. Like, did you mention any of these other solutions when you spoke at Congress, or did you just just you, did you just talk it down?
2: No, I did actually. I mentioned that, for I was concerned home and away is the best arrangement and that it should be home and away for the first two games and let them toss for the third game and if they were to meet in the subsequent year the team that lost out would have home venue again. That would actually give the likes of uh, Galway and Kerry and Donegal and every other county a chance actually of having two home games and uh, if they won the to toss in the third game. So I think it's something that should be looked at because you're absolutely right, we want Fairness We want, uh, at the same time, to allow as many people as possible to go to the Games. But you have to look at the overall context. And I think there is a solution there which is practical and fair. And I would hope that that might be followed through next year.
1: Okay, Just on another thing. um, Why would you have decided to speak at Congress? Because this is something we're a little bit confused about in that... The Congress delegates are mandated by the county board to vote in a certain way, and the clubs are supposed to mandate the county board and that's you know how democratically it's <coughs> supposed to work. So in reality, you speak in a Congress should make absolutely no difference because nobody should be swayed by what you would say a Congress because they should be voting the way they're mandated to vote. Uh,
2: partly true, but there are delegates who have voting rights and speaking rights, and there are those who don't have uh, speaking rights and voting rights. The Erucron have speaking rights and voting rights, and I'm just exercising that. Uh, we, the, in fairness of the Eurotron, we don't speak too often, but in a few motions, if we feel strongly about it, then we will speak on it. But it's up to others to agree or disagree with us. We're not there to be swaying the members, and you're quite right, each county board, I presume because it would affect them, would have uh, discussed these motions in advance and come with their view. So if two-thirds vote against the motion, you couldn't put it down to a new route drawn swinging them. Uh, I think it's because the counties looked at it and they said, while there's a, a good idea behind this motion, it isn't uh, probably framed in the way we'd like it to be. And that's often what happens in Congress. A motion comes in one year, it's deemed... Uh, ineligible or it's people don't vote for it, they see a good ID behind it and the following year then it comes dressed up properly and people say yeah we can support that and it usually flies through. And I can guarantee you if the motion comes through next year in the format that I've suggested that the third game is either a neutral venue or a home and away, then that would solve it and I think that might
1: happen Okay, just on the the way the delegates are voting do you think some delegates would uh, go rogue and maybe decide themselves on that day because they did vote with 83% last year to have no transparency on the way they're voting like it's hard to say it's hard to say it's democracy when there's no uh, transparency whatsoever and then there's these speeches being made at congress for really what really just shouldn't really have any meaning yeah, but
2: I remember that was a big argument when we were trying to open Croke Park, Holland, and they decided it was a secret ballot. And I remember, like you, I said, it's gone. There is no hope now that the delegates are going to honour uh, the commitment given at county board level. But in actual fact, I wasn't, I wasn't right. It was the opposite of the case. Every single one of them honoured the commitment, and we got Croke Park opened. So I think we have to have integrity... Uh, in the members I think most people involved in the GA are there for the good of the GA and if they're mandated to vote one way they will honour that Uh, I think 99% certain and definitely the opening of Croke Park is an example of that
1: Yeah it seems to it was a bad day for the CPA I think 50 delegates got up and walked out of their presentation The GA president John Horan says they need to come back with some more detailed uh, fixture list. When they've already, according to the CPA, they've given them three this year alone. um, Given a Tom Ryan, the GPA wanted a representation on the CCCC. They didn't get that with a landslide. The CCCC now has power to um, (laughs) overrule home advantage in the Super Eight based on the grounds of safety. That went through with ninety percent. It was a real show of power um, from the GA administrators.
2: Yeah, but in fairness, like all these people are representing counties and at county level, they're representing clubs. So you would expect that they would have the matters fairly well discussed at uh, county board level and at central level before they come to Congress. So if there's an argument put in Congress and maybe if delegates are mandated, they can make up their own minds. But uh, if they have mandated it, you'd be them to follow it. But I'm sure they don't mandate for every motion, so they probably listen to the arguments. And often it depends on who's putting the argument and how they put it. Sometimes people put the arguments very poorly. There were a few uh, motions put last Saturday and they were very poorly put because they they wouldn't explain exactly what was involved. And they lost when they might have won. So that's an important factor as well. So I think uh, you're right that uh, everybody has to have their views heard. But you have to, uh, at Congress, it's open, and you have to put your point across very strongly if you're trying to change something, especially something being something new, because the JA is a bit cautious always, which is not, not a bad thing. So to convince them that what you're proposing is going to improve the situation can often be challenging, and it's difficult for some people. And that's why I say sometimes it takes a couple of years
1: before it will actually get through ok so how would wording then would would have been accepted by you or by congress so like I mean for say if the wording was the motion is for Dublin to not be allowed to play two Super 8 games in Croke Park which is now de facto their home ground obviously because they play all their league games there would that be something you would have supported
2: <laughs> I think what I would like to have seen is that uh, Dublin if you want to be specific on Dublin yeah. say they're one game in Croke Park, call it their home game, the same as every other county. One game away, the same as every other county, and the third game in a neutral venue or a toss for venue.
1: OK, so you're giving that's Croke that's Park that. as their home and then they're neutral. Instead of being Croke Park, you'd give their neutral in Turles, maybe, or somewhere big like that. Yes,
2: absolutely, yeah, and that would be fine. Yeah. I'd have no issue of that. And actually, I am thinking fairness to Donegal... That's probably what they intended, and I'd say also, in fairness to them, they didn't want to be specifically mentioning Dublin because of the way it might be misconstrued. But in the process, uh, they did what they wanted to do became a slightly confusing, and therefore it lost public support.
1: Yeah, so disappointing that for me, um, and I will leave it at this, Sean. I won't take up any more of your time. But like, I mean, it's a it's a bit of a PR disaster in that. The GA can be accused of of prioritizing money over other things, and like I mean, that's the perception of this. And for this not yeah, to get for this not to get through, just on maybe the wording of the motion, which to me wouldn't be a massively important issue. The bigger issue here is the integrity of the all and series and the PR, so that the GA can't get the kick, take the kicking that it's it's taken now again. Yes,
2: but. That charge is always levied the GA, but again, in fairness, the financial controller shows the income and the expenditure, and the vast majority—I think 85 percent—goes back into the association.
1: Of the I know, no, oh yeah, no, there's, there's no, no but, doubt. There's no doubt about that. It's but they're gone obsessed with earning money.
2: Well, I'm not sure about that, really. Uh, I mean, the croc park itself now is earning a pile of money. That's commercial revenue. That's fantastic because you're getting that from the business uh, associations and everybody else in Ireland and abroad who come there. So I wouldn't say they're going to be obsessed. I think it's pretty open. But you can, of course, obviously, for an emotion like that is defeated, they're going to say it's because of money. It isn't really. It's a question of looking at it and getting it right and putting it to uh, Congress. And I think, hopefully, this time next year, Colin, we'll be having a conversation. And what I'm proposing to you will have passed and then everybody will be happy and they'll see that it's fair and you won't be uh, forcing enough lot of fans who would always follow a team having to stay at home because of one particular game.
1: Yeah, okay. Before you go, you're quietly confident about this new Kerry team uh, down there. Not much. Uh, four wins in a row and still no hullabaloo about Kerry. You're keeping it very quiet down there.
2: Yeah, and actually that's one of the points I mentioned. in <laughs> Kind of uh, in jest... In Congress, I said uh, we're looking forward, hopefully, to stopping the drive for five against the Dubs in Croke Park. That'll be the target, but it's going to be very hard. But uh, they have got after a great start under new manager Peter Keane. He's a kind of a low-key guy himself. I know him well. Yeah. he will do a good job. We've always had good managers in Kerry, and I think he will follow in the footsteps. I mean, if you have a, t- a, c- a county that wins five minors in a row you would have to say you're the nucleus of a good team and hopefully now things will go well and we'll see how it progresses but uh, also equally important is that we play good attractive football I think we've done that and especially the game against Dublin in I I met several people who said it was a fine game of football as I'd seen for a long time so if we can play good football and uh, beat the Taubes this year, we'd be very, very happy.
1: Yeah, you might beat them in the final. We'd be doing well to get that moved out of Croke Park, Sean. We might need a very well-worded <laughs> motion for that one. <laughs> oh, no, we'll, we'll insist. We'll insist that's in Croke Park <laughs> if we're there. Sean, thanks very much for taking the call. Thank you, Colin. Keep up the good work. A real gentleman, um, Sean Kelly, Conan, but that's very frustrating, isn't it? That kind of wants what everybody else wants, but this didn't work on a technicality. And like, this is the politics of GEA that would just frustrate you. I don't know why um, advice wasn't given to Donegal maybe on could those motions be potentially changed before just to get it actually hmm. worded in a way that everyone could agree with. Like In a way I can see the Mead point of view like what, it shouldn't preclude everyone from potentially Is, yeah. this, is this or is this just... For Super 8s Like I mean It's it's definitely disappointing
0: No like It's very frustrating Like no Especially we have to wait Another year And we have to three Super 8s again And people will complain again In the summer And rightly so But That'll be gone next year anyway Won't it? The Super 8s Well I there's another say. year of it So this is the second year And then next year's the that third year, year. Yeah, So we'll may, hopefully so we can get a, a change For the third For year. the last one yeah But um He's right Like that is the solution when I, when I saw Donegal's motion And when I saw That it got defeated I started reading into it A bit more And you're like right. This would have been a lot better to change the Croke Park venue to Neutral Venue, and in that way, like you wouldn't be having you know, Tyrone Ross Common in Croke Park could have that in, a, in Clonus or, you know, somewhere actually in between and a bit more sort of realistic for the the fixture. Right. And, like, if you did that, then Dublin can be playing in Clonus or Thurlis, as you said, or Parky Cueve, like, you know, wherever. And, like, everybody will have one game, neutral, one game at home and one game away. And everybody's happy to accept that Dublin are playing in ho- home games at Crewe Park. They're all happy that he's right to him. It's just really annoying that, like, you know. I was,
1: I was actually expecting getting Sean on the phone that we would argue a bit more. But, like, I mean, he actually is accepting everything that we're saying it's just that that didn't the wording of it that's the annoying thing and to be honest with you if it was me I would have passed up the wording on it because of the PR disaster that it is now and like I mean this hasn't gone down well but obviously this is the I don't go to Congress all the time and I don't know how they've experienced a Congress saying that's worded wrong this could Preclude another county from any county from doing it if their ground is being upgraded. It might never happen, but you shouldn't not have the
0: option. Yeah, and come back next year,
1: and that's how these things work.
0: Yeah, which is what yeah they have to do in a sense because they don't want to be hamstrung by their own books Then, yeah. but like you're right, like Donegal should have been given advice on the on the process the whole way through, and yeah. maybe maybe another county should have put forward a motion as well maybe they should have spoke up for Donegal maybe suggested this since I don't think obviously can't bring a new motion at Congress but on the floor yeah. <laughs> let me just uh, <laughs> let's get a show of hands here right now uh, it's really it's really annoying because everybody sees a solution even Dublin know the solution as well but if they wait again another year yeah okay
1: alright we'll come back in part 3 we'll just have a quick look at any other interesting motions
2: He goes, if you boys are doing God's work, you can do whatever you want in the field. Like, I, for me,
1: that was a that was a free path. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you say Mickey takes it to another level, what will he be doing this week? Um, An
0: extra dagger of the rosary.
1: You know, Tyrone
0: or queer hawks in the final, and a hawk is a queer bird.
1: Okay, so an interesting thing about Congress and what I was asking Sean Kelly about Conan, is all these voters, he re- kind of um alluded to it there that there are a lot of vo- voters there that can be sw- swayed by the speeches.
0: Yeah, cuz when I saw there was a 64% no vote, I was wondering how how is this happening? Our counties not mandated to go and, you know, get justice or whatever, and then when you actually look at the numbers you have like for people who can vote to Congress, you have the 32 counties here, obviously mandated. But then when you add on everything else, the counties like voice gets completely diluted. You have a president's vote, you have a director general, four provincial chairmen, you have two reps of Congress, then all the overseas units like London, North America, Europe goes into higher education vote, post primary vote, primary vote, GPA vote, and you have past presidents, which is like eight to ten, eight nine ten. I don't know how many there are there, but you'd have almost 60, like different like sort of. Units there To vote And then every county Not only is there Only 32 of them Now in the 60 But they all have Different voting strengths Like you know So it depends on How many clubs they have Yeah 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 And they lost their Like delegates recently Or they lost a lot of them Recently Back in 2014 They got less of them anyway So actually Like you know A no vote of 64% Could be The counties voting A majority yes and it wouldn't be reflected like it's only adding up to 36% yes overall like you know because it's not just the county's voices there's yeah. so many other elements that come into it I'll never go to congress I'll <laughs> never for as long as I live will ever so like, <laughs> there's no
1: doubt I just hate it but of the 256 delegates that were there 50 left the room like I was saying for the CPA um, for the CPA presentation and there was no no um, questions from the floor and John Horan said the emergence of the CPA is in response to difficulties and frustrations that have existed around club fixtures I do not question their intentions again just buttering them up here but this is the important part but I would put it to them that we need to see them submit a more detailed sample of how they would propose to fill the blank canvas on fixtures which to talk about to further their enhanced debate on the challenge around fixtures we want solutions We want solutions, right? So this was tweeted out by John Fogarty and the CPA retweeted with a quote and it said, CPA are baffled at the duplicity of the Yuktaran in that statement. It's in bad faith given the work that's going on behind the scenes. We sent three detailed fixture proposals recently to Tom Ryan on the 24th of January, that's this year. Does the left hand know what the right hand is doing? So there's a couple of options here so John Horan doesn't know that they were okay we'll start to start Tom Ryan doesn't tell John Horan (laughs) that he got them we have a situation Tom Ryan tells John Horan John Horan knows that they're and he's misleading congress by telling them that they haven't sent them anything detailed enough do you know what I mean what option is there like i mean what what's happened here it doesn't there's no there's no actual answer to that question that makes these fellas come across very well because like i mean to say i do not question their intentions like you know cuz at the end of the day if you if you say i disagree with the cpa then you're you're disagreeing with the club person and it's the lifeblood and this is the whole yeah. kind of stuff to come out with so you have to say you agree with them but how do you pawn them off you tell delegates they haven't given us anything yeah. they're not serious they're not you know what I mean they're not a serious organisation they're not coming up with solutions when the CPA are coming up with solutions they have master fixture plans they've sent them they've met with the GEA
0: that's just bizarre stuff and they've been in the run of what three years now almost like it's that makes them sound like just some somebody complaining on Twitter who you're just whinging about something and not coming up with any well oh, exactly plan.
1: it's it's as bad a, a, a criticism as anything and like I mean the, the the people the CPA have involved here like I mean mm. we've got some serious like Liam Griffin is over the fixtures uh, with somebody else that these lads know what they're doing a lot of thought volu- voluntary work has gone into this to find solutions They're being pawned off when they meet the GEA and then John Horan is going to say this to Congress and make complete little of them. Delegates walk out during the presentation. The CPA might as well forget about it. If I'm being honest about the CPA, everything they've done, everything they've done has been laughed at by the GEA and by Congress delegates. Everything. So they're at a crossroads as well. What are they all about? Because they've made no, not one posy bit of difference. They're trying to do it the right way like the GA have advised them and then they just walk into a trap. Do you know what I mean? At Congress where they're laughed at. The GPA are a waste of time on serious issues. As well, so like I mean, what voice? What do, what voice do players have around the country? I don't know what they do. Like they've completely taken the power back here, Conan. It's incredible show of power from administrators. For it's it's a yeah. huge victory. It's a huge victory that those whippersnappers will not sit on the CCC. They will not tell us how to run our fixtures. We're doing this a long time. What do players cl- should concentrate on playing? That's exactly the attitude. what is the
0: problem with the CPA? Like. They're they're trying to help. Like it's not this organization that's trying to just dis- disband the GA. They're actually trying to make the GA better. And even if the GA thought they were a threat to the way that they were running things, why? Like why don't they when they are sitting down together? Like they have done. You explain to them their side of things, like we can't go that drastic because we'll lose a pile of money here and there. Like, so let, let's work together, and we're like, we want the club players to be happier. Do you not want the club players to be happier? So let's sit down and actually work out a way of doing it. Like, we'll meet you halfway. Yeah, we're not going to give up all the things that you want us to give up, and here's why and like, here's a better solution with the two of us like, yeah. in, like the county game will be strong and the club game will be strong like the the CPA aren't trying to take over the GE. they're just trying to they're just listening to what everybody's saying and then trying to help yeah and they've been really <laughs> serious about that like I mean they're not trying to
1: take over they're not trying to be big shots they're going to the GE with cap in hand being very respectful they're going through the right channels and it's just cynical at the height of cynicism by John Horan to sit, turn around and say they haven't uh Just reinforcing the delegates' idea that, well, the GEA is the Club Players Association. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's all that's doing, that these lads have not given us anything serious. So, again, this is all very interesting. Where did the CPA and where did the GPA go from here? Because, again, at a risk of repeating myself, all I see is them both being laughed at. Um, The only other interesting motion was Congress voted by 91 to nine. Uh, majority to lift a ban on allowing county grounds to be used for non GA sports with central council now empowered to decide on applicants on a case by case basis? That's a no-brainer. Central council again still have power, but they're not hamstrung by their own rules. If in case yeah. a huge um, kind of public outcry for something like the Lee Miller
0: testimonial comes up again, and there was no outcry about that, no controversy, just a, s- a straightforward rule that made sense, and they passed it. And do you know what I mean? Like they're always talking about yeah, PR Yeah, but, yeah, but the GEA want this. You'd be very surprised. Don't be surprised. The politics. Why? what's the
1: famous statement about the GAA ah, that's all politics don't think for a second that the GAA don't have a huge influence the top brass on on ones they want to get through and ones you just look at the ones you've talked about mm. straight away well listen well you did get those you did get that floodlit pitch there last year we could do with a help on this one now because we need this to get through are you yeah. telling me a phone call like that wouldn't happen of course it would It's happening That's politics That's why when they say Sure it's all politics That's what they mean It's all politics Like it's easy Swing these delegates And the reason It's easy to swing them Is because they're going Cap in hand Looking for facilities And in the GAA's defence Like Sean Colley said They plough 80% back into the association A lot of county boards Can't run their their house in the correct order so they're so dependent on the GA. so are you going to really are you going to vote against your boss who pays your wages well I'd vote the same way as Niall McGarry whatever ways <laughs> vo- <laughs> well let's call a spade a spade I'm yeah. not going to lose my job because I'm voting uh, voting for something do you, do you get me? I'm not going to be a rebel and lose my job like it's it doesn't make sense or make my normal working week an awful lot more difficult sure that's just the reality of it like it's not democracy when the people voting are 100% dependent, uh, massively dependent, not 100% massively dependent on the GEA. So there's absolutely sure the super rates got through because Paddy Duffy did a did a campaign job and yeah. went around to the weaker counties and said the extra revenue from this super rates will go directly to you. Yeah. Bang ding, ding, ding well there's our fundraising you don't have to cancel the fundraising where we <laughs> <Duffy. laughs> yeah. we don't have to stand outside mass with a bucket now Parry <laughs> Duffy's going to sort us out Yeah. You know? so like I mean it's just very disappointing I've not more to say about it anyway I'm talked out yeah. today
0: yeah. that's it only, like, I, very I, upset I very disappointing I feel sorry there's a lot of obviously good GA we just talked about it, good GA people in the GA and like it must be frustrating for them as well <laughs> Like you know it must be like yeah. they'll probably be silent about it but Jesus.
1: Yeah, it's a a sad day for the players' unions. Right, we'll leave it there. Uh, We're back on Thursday, as usual, with the Hurling and football shows, um, preview shows. Right,
0: good luck. I'm not finished yet. It took me a long time to get here. Both players have have spoken with each other, and... uh, and um, they regret what happened, they've had a frank discussion with each other, and they're both keen to, to now focus on getting back their county jerseys
2: But these fellas will get such a shell shock next Saturday evening that we'll put them back
0: in their
1: asses for years. The GA Hour is sponsored by Paddy Power. For exclusive content from their GA ambassadors and other high profile contributors, check out news.paddypower.com.